All right, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always, Sanders here. Got my guy Dupree with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I, I don't know how to feel, though. I don't know if I know how to feel for real. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little torn. I'm a little torn, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know either, bro. I don't know either, <laughs> man. But. Yeah, it's, it's that time of year again, man. It's I know. Time of year again. I know, man. I was, it, it's it's funny though. I saw a uh, it's a little viral post going on. Uh, I think it's on Facebook. I seen mm-hmm. where uh, this chick was like, uh, "Man, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl here finally, football season over with." Uh, some some along the lines of that, and it said something like, uh. Good men can men got something that they ain't look, can't look forward to or something like that. You know, something along the lines of that. And you know, I was like, man, that messed up. <laughs> I guess I was like, I guess, but then I was like, yeah. shoot. I told I, I was like, man, look, you got you got the All Star game this weekend. You got NBA All Star this weekend. Yep. And next month you had a NCAA tournament. I mean, it's this this still gonna crank up. You for know what I'm saying? We still yeah, gonna be all right. Like come April, you're gonna have the, the playoff start in the NBA plus the draft roll back around. I'm like, I tell the sweetheart, you're in a rude awakening. <laughs> this, <laughs> you have no clue what yeah, you're you, yeah, 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 yeah. This, 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 this trust me, in the minute it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, you, you think it's over, and then, like I said, season done in February, the draft come back in April. So it's just like, before you know it, we like, it's a new season again. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even. Don't even trip. It's gonna be here. Don't even worry about that. <laughs> man, but yeah, man, uh, uh, into another fantastic NFL season. I mean, the ebbs and flows of everything, man. We <laughs> just seeing so so much that happened uh, throughout the season, um, and it ends with a familiar a familiar face coming out on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs getting there. Uh, twenty-five to twenty-two victory in overtime. Uh, second overtime game only in Super Bowl history now. Um, yeah. here in its totality. So, uh, man, all the makings of a great game, which you know we figured it was gonna be that man, but uh, just the, you know the dramatics, the theatrics of it, just how it was just coming down to play after play after play <laughs> to figure out who was gonna get crowned. Um, a champion, man. The Chiefs, first time someone has gone back to back in almost 20 years uh, since the 03 04 Patriots. So that lets you know how hard it is, you know, mm-hmm. to win these, to win these things, man, let alone to get them back to back. And now Kansas City has three out of the last five years uh, as as champions um, in, in the Super Bowl. So they got to. I know a lot of people don't like to throw that word around, but I think now you got to give it to them. They got a dynasty going on right now. Um, this is three, three out of five uh, is tough. Yeah, three three out of five is tough, and I mean, who knows? You know, who knows how many it really could have been? You know, here and there with a couple mm-hmm. of other plays and a couple other games they've had for sure within this within this window, man. Um, for the San Francisco Forty ers uh. <laughs> another tough, another another tough way to go out um, mm-hmm. in the postseason. Uh, they've been <laughs> they've been dealing with this for a while now. You can even go back to the to the to the Jim Harbaugh days 
of how they've been just coming up so close. 2011 mm-hmm. in the NFC Championship game, the next year in the Super Bowl, uh, 2013 in the NFC Championship game, and then you fast forward now with Kyle Shanahan, uh, the NFC Championship game, I believe that was in 2019 or to 2020, uh, the Super Bowl. And then, you know, the last two, three NFC Championship games. And then, of course, you know, here Sunday again. And um, overall, just like I said, just a great game. Um, and it come, come, come down to really, you know, the, the play of, of Pat Mahomes, man. He had a Started out a little shaky, but I mean, in the end, had a hell of a game, man. 300, 333 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, just just had him a hell of a game, man. How did you? What to you? What was the biggest play that that got your attention, or what went right for Kansas City, and vice versa? What went wrong for San Francisco? Kyle Shanahan didn't do what I told him to do. Kyle Shanahan learned and figured out what to do. The whole first half, they were running the ball effectively. And if you think about that drive that they had in overtime, it was literally run after run after run after run to Christian McCaffrey that got them down there in field goal range, down into the red zone. In the third quarter, the San Francisco 49ers had one yard of offense in the third quarter. They did not run the football. I keep saying this. I keep saying this. For some reason, in these games against Kansas City, these teams who have success running the football, whether it be against Kansas City in that game or throughout the season, decide at some point they're going to get away from what is working. They came out in that third quarter and did not run the football. I remember sitting there watching the game and being like, "What? why are we dropping back, throwing the ball three straight times? What what's going on? Why are you not handing the ball off to to Christian McCaffrey? Why are we not running the football? What is actually happening right now? What is happening? And that's what went wrong for for San Francisco, and that's what was right for Kansas City because they played right into Kansas City's strength, which is their pass defense with those corners with Trey McDuffie and the Jerry Sneed, Chris Jones, and that and that pass rush being able to get back there and affect Brock Purdy. That's what went wrong. You stop running the football. You stop running the football. And it's, it's, it's really annoying at this point. It's really annoying. And I might sound, I'm a little cautious in right now because of what happened. And now they let go of Steve Wicks as well. We can get into that later on in the episode. But you stop running the ball. Period. You stopped running the football, and you had a lead in this game, and you stopped running the ball, and you lost the game. And you lost another Super Bowl because of that. The third Super Bowl you've been a part of, and the third Super Bowl that you had a lead a lead in, and the third Super Bowl that you lost. Now, one of them, you were not the head coach, but you were the offensive coordinator. All three of them have similar have similar scenarios, though. Scenarios, though. All three of them were the lead. All three of them were leading the second half. All three of them, you didn't run the football. That's it. So the Kansas City Chiefs, they played well. That defense is the reason why Kansas City won this football game. I know Patrick Mahomes played played well, um, but that defense is why they won that football game. 
Their defense is why they won that football game. Um, but Patrick Mahomes made plays when he needed to. Uh, I definitely thought that San Francisco needed to score a touchdown in that overtime. I, I, I thought they needed to get get a touchdown. Um, and obviously, it turned out that they did. They definitely had they they had them stopped a couple times. I mean, that 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 overtime drive, you had them in second and fourteen. They get a first down right off the bat, right off of that. Like you definitely had opportunities to to make some plays and get some stops, and they just didn't give up some chunk plays and in, in that on that drive and led to them led to them scoring and ultimately winning the game. But the biggest the biggest takeaway for me is that San Francisco stopped running the football when it was effective. And it, it had been effective, so that's, that's that's what that is for me, man. They they just squandered away another opportunity to win the Super Bowl. So. Bro, as I was sitting there watching, as I'm watching the game and I'm seeing it unfold, and we get to that, we get to that second half and that third quarter where, literally, like you said, San Francisco wasn't running, but I was thinking to myself, "Oh my God, they're doing the exact thing that Dupree told them." <clears throat> When we talked about it, that he's I was like, they're doing the exact thing that they wasn't supposed to do, and they doing it. I'm like, they're not running the ball. I was like, they just I'm like, this is okay, this is crazy. Cause I'm thinking like, I mean, you saw it from you know, not from the first drive on out, but for mm-hmm. sure a couple of those other drives that they had within the first half, it was just like, okay, if they keep this up. I, I I don't know what you know. I don't know what Kansas City can do because it was just kind of like they are really running this football, and they just they just went away from it. I think it was one point. I think they went like three, three, four, five plays in a row. They just dropped back, tried to pass it, and I was just like, I don't know, man. All right, I, I you know, I guess. Uh, but then I mean. For for Kansas City though, really both defenses, right? Both defenses really played a heck of a game. I mean, yes, yes, they did. I I, I said it in the group chat. I was like, for a minute, I was like, I thought I was watching Super Bowl Fifty Three again. I thought it was gonna be, yeah, it could have been, it could have <laughs> been, no doubt. <laughs> I was thinking, man, whoever got the sixteen first was probably gonna win the game because I'm mm-hmm. like, everything was, everything was earned. No, nothing really was given. Um, outside of well, if you think about it, the the one touchdown that San Francisco had in the first half came off of a trick play. So then yeah. it was kind of like, all right, bust the coverage. But literally everything else was like was earned. Everything had to be earned. And I mean, then of course you think about it as Kansas City is like struggling. Of course, they they just find a way to get a break to fall their way where mm-hmm. uh, the the muff punt happens, which. Watching it live, you're kind of like, oh, my God, Raven McLeod, what are you doing? Then you see the replay. He notices that, okay, this is already foot, hit a player. It already yeah. hit a player. I got I to gotta jump on it. But you got to jump also, on it. You got to – yeah, you got to fall on it. On it. You Don't know, try to like pick it up, man. You, yeah. Just, just fall on it. Just fall You got to fall on it. So it's just kind of like they didn't do that, and they just set it up, and then and then it – and then it went into the keys that I had that I said that or the X factors that you know it had to be the other wide receivers as somebody outside of Travis Kelsey. What yeah. happens to, to a player two later? They hit Marquez Valdez Scanley for a touchdown. Like that's a, the McCall Hartman had a big chunk play early in that game where he kind of broke through uh, the second. When he made that catch, 
I couldn't even remember who that was. I was like, who was number 12? You ain't seen them in forever. Because <laughs> I you ain't seen them in I a was, while. I was trying to think. I was like, bro, who was number 12? Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, fam was like, man, that's McCall Hardman. I was like, you sure? Because I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking 17 because that's the number yeah. he wore last time. And I'm like, you sure? that's? And I looked. I said, oh, okay, that is McCall Hardman. I'm like. All right. <laughs> tough, man. Tough. Yeah, man. So I'm like, it's crazy, right? Because I mean, literally, what ended up happening is just, it's crazy, right? What we talked about kind of just ended up happening, right? San Francisco stopped running the ball. They didn't run the ball like they should have, like you told them to. And the other receivers stepped up when, when they needed to the most. Like Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey still got his. Nine catches, 93 yards. He still got his. But literally, you can think about the plays that uh, McCall Harmon made, the, the plays that Marquez Valdez Val- uh, Scanley made. Uh, Justin Watson had a couple of big catches. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like everybody else that was doing what they needed to do. And Kansas City ran the ball pretty good. Like, for, I think mm-hmm. they had, uh, I think they had like 130 yards rushing um, all together. So, like mm-hmm. to run that much on that San Francisco defense. I mean, tough. you know, that's that's that, that's tough to do. Um, man, I hate that the, the Drake Greenlaw injury happened the way it happened, though. That was so freakish, man. That was so yeah. freakish. That was so yeah. freakish. That was this um, is and you you bring that that was this it was a physical game, man. Like they were out yeah. there, I'm talking about there was some collisions, especially in that run game. I mean, Pacheco and, and, and Christian McCaffrey, they earned a lot of them yards and they earned some money because they took some shots. Some boys is out there. I mean, you're talking about offense, defense, special teams. Uh, the dude that hit Richie on that punt return, like it was just like, oh, them boys yeah. was out there. They were out there hitting. So it was that was a it was a good football game. I know, especially that first quarter with it being scoreless, people were like, oh, this is boring or whatever. Like, nah, this they these boys out here playing some ball right now. Like, especially like you say defensively, these two defenses are, are playing good good football. Um, so. I, I, I another gripe that I have, and I, I could I I couldn't even watch it, man. I couldn't even watch some of the some of the recap the day after the Super Bowl because if anybody said that Brock Purdy didn't play well, I was gonna lose my mind. Like I was yeah. gonna lose it, and I couldn't even watch first take. I couldn't even watch it because I started seeing little snippets and. Shannon Sharp talking about how he still didn't trust Brock Purdy. He trusted Christian McCaffrey over Brock Purdy or whatever. I didn't watch it. I knew Dan, Dan Orlovsky had Brock Purdy's back and everything. I don't know what else Brock Purdy could have done. Now, he, he missed Debo in the back of the end zone. He did. On one of those, he had, he had Debo in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. He missed him. And the overtime, he had Ayuk wide open for a touchdown. He also had... Uh, Juwan Jennings open for a touchdown as well, but Chris Jones came free out of all. People. I mean, all people on that defense, he came free. I mean, untouched, nobody blocked him, so he had to get the ball out. Brock Purdy played a hell of a football game on on this past Sunday in the Super Bowl. For people to say that he didn't, or say that they don't trust him, or say that he's the reason why they lost that football game is utterly insane to me. I, I I don't understand what else he could have done 
does he? Yeah, can he make that throw? Yes, he should hit that throw to Debo, but he didn't turn the ball over. There were two turnovers in the game. One was a fumble. You had a fumble on 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 San Francisco side. You had a fumble on Kansas City side, and Patrick Mahomes threw a pick. So he didn't turn the ball over. He made some great throws throughout the game. He missed one. He missed one. And a t- a easy touchdown that he would have had, he would make that throw, but he had a 300-plus-pound all-pro defensive tackle running right at you. He's like, okay, I got to get this ball off. I got to get this ball out of my hands before he kills me. So I just that, – that the whole notion, man, and I don't know how you feel about how – about Brock Purdy's performance, but I think he played well. I think he played a good game. And Tony Romo, dude, I just you know, whatever with him listening to these po- these broadcasts with him and and Patrick Mahomes and oh, you know, he's got to play against Kansas City defense and he's got to play against dealing with the pressure of going against Patrick Mahomes. It was like, oh my, like. I'm not gonna say what I want to say, but just like, all right, guy, like let's let's calm down. Um, but Brock Purdy, man, he played well. Shout out to him, man. He played well. I think that he did everything he could have done. He missed he missed a couple, but hell, Patrick Mahomes missed a couple too. He missed bang on that interception. So it's like let's 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 give the man some credit. Like I'm I'm tired of people saying that he's not a good quarterback because of the weapons that he has and this down the third. He still got to be back there and make them throws. He still has to be back there and make the throws that he made and make the plays that he's made. Um, and he just lost to a faster gun. And he played a defense. He played a defense that was solid. Play calling didn't help. There are a lot of factors that went into why they lost that football game. And I don't think that Brock Purdy, and I don't think we should have walked away as, you know, walked away saying that Brock Purdy was the reason why they lost that football game on on Sunday. So, how do you feel about Purdy and his performance? I agree with you. I personally felt like he played well. I think he played as as best you could ask someone to play um, (laughs) in a game like that of that magnitude for somebody who's never been – that's for sure the biggest game of his life. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they didn't you – know, he wasn't going to Big 12 championships and everything like that when he was at Iowa State. So, I mean, you know, this is like – and this was the, you know, outside of the division around and the NFC championship for this year. He, you know, he had kind of never had been in the bigger games because – the NFC Championship the year before that he didn't even finish it, so you know I, I can't I can't really grade him for that one. But he went through every test that he could go through, and I don't I don't just I'm, I want you I don't see how you can sit up here and blame him for this loss. Literally outside of the Debo Samuel throw, I can't be upset at either throw, no throws that he made because like he really made some great plays out there. The Debo play is the only play I can think of. Where I'm like, okay, he missed them. He he yeah. should have hit him. It is what it is. But it, it kind of it's kind of like when um 
when CJ Stroud was just just on the pivot and they were talking about Bryce Young. It's just some things about this out there on the football field you just can't control. He can't control that for some reason the protection slid a whole nother way and just forgot about the most important man on the defensive line that they should have blocked and, yeah. and, and it's missed. And for him to get a free shot on the quarterback to where he has to hurry up and just pretty much just dump it away just mm-hmm. so they don't even lose yardage. So at least they can stay in comfortable field goal range, you know, and everything like that. So me personally, I don't see how you can sit up here and blame any of this on Brock Purdy. He played pretty much a, I mean, a, a hell of a game that you could play. Um, I thought his performance was great. I don't see how you can sit up here and blame it on him. I think there's definitely other factors that went into it. Play calling for sure is is the main one uh, that kind of went into it, and the fact that it's just when it came time for the bigger plays, it just didn't go their way. I I don't I don't see it no other way. Now we mentioned how the game went into over how the game ends up going into overtime. That's large and loom, that large looms very large just because after San Francisco scored one of their touchdowns, the extra point gets blocked. So instead of it now being, I think it was supposed to be in 20 to 16, it ends up just staying at 19 to 16. So now, you know, that changed, that changed the whole dynamic for how Mahomes and company had to go out there with the time that was left. For them to be like, okay, they know all we know all we need is three. We we gonna push for six, but we know all we need is three compared to if it was four points, then they're like, okay, only thing we can do is get a touchdown. So that was to me, that was huge too, right? Because I mean if 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 the extra point doesn't get blocked, are we even going into overtime? You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I can't say if Mahomes goes down the field and, and they score a game and a touchdown. But you know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the score is only is twenty to sixteen, and we're talking about San Francisco winning <laughs> winning yeah. the Super Bowl here. All be, you know, all because of that. So I mean, it's, it's a whole lot of plays that go into it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a whole lot of plays, factors, and other people that I can look to before, well before I'm getting into Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. He if if anything, I feel like him. He's probably one of the few that's like omitted from who we going to blame this on to, to me, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, cause it's like, yeah, you know, McCaffrey had a hell of a game. He had a fumble in the first half, you know, on the first and, drive on the first drive. Exactly. I yeah, mean, they were dropping down. The like they're about to go score. Like they were looking, they're about to go score. And you fumble. Yeah. You know I mean, and you know, then of course the, they did, they didn't capitalize on the interception after Mahomes, they came away with nothing. So I'm just kind of like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of things affecting to it, but I think he, I think Brock Purdy played a hell of a game. I can't be upset at that at all. Um, I don't know, man, but I don't, I don't see how. I, that's why I, me personally, I didn't watch anything from none yeah, of the shows this man. week. I, I, I just knew, I just knew that's what it was going to be. It was going to be trying to trying to find a way. To blame him, which I think that is so to me that is so unfair um, to put that on, and I get it to a certain extent. That's what it comes with playing the position, no doubt. However, no doubt. let's let's 
take your to take say, your to feelings. Say he played, yeah, to say he played, take your bad, feelings like, out of what, it. What game are we watching? Like, the, yeah, the, he did not play. Yeah, bad. And bro, if, he, if you if you yeah. told me if you told me Brock Purdy went twenty three for thirty eight and for two fifty five and threw a touchdown, no turnover. I say San Francisco had a shot. Simpson, to win the they game. had a shot. They had a shot. Literally. That's it. And they did. And they did. So I'm like, <laughs> what, what are we what are we doing? What are we doing, bro? So I don't know, man. I, I stay far away from watching most of any of like shows, clips, because I'm just like, I know they was gonna try to find a way to spin that to try to blame it on Brock Purdy when it really wasn't his fault at all. I mean there's a whole to me, like I said, there's a whole lot of factors in a list of different people that I would blame first before I would even get to Brock. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Now another thing I want to bring up too, it, it caught a lot of attention for I would say people who don't watch sports enough or hadn't been on the sidelines or anything like that just because, you know, they don't know. Because, you know, this is a Super Bowl. A lot of people who don't normally watch football are watching it, you know, commercials, who's performing at halftime. You know, I'm just here just because we throwing a party. (laughs) You know, we got got all of those, right? And, you know, of course, because Redacted, I'm not going to say her name, uh, was there, of course, a lot of the – her following the people like that, you know what I'm saying? So everybody's so then of course we see where the the moment happens where Travis Kelsey obviously frustrated because I think at that point he only had like one yard in the game. Frustrated kind of goes up to Andy Reid, bumps into him, you know, and everything like that, blase blase. And it's just of course, you know, they they get that on film. It it goes wildfire and everyone's like, you know, having their opinion on it. As a player, as a former player, and as a coach now, you know, being on that sidelines, I'm pretty sure you have seen heated moments before. How did you how did you assess that? And then what did you think about it? Like, was it is it as big of a deal like people are making it seem? Knowing that, you know, afterwards they, you know, they cooler heads prevail and they chopped it up and everything like that because yeah. obviously they've been around with each other so long, but what what was your thoughts on all of that happening, and how did you feel about it? I knew exactly why why he had bumped him and was yelling. Is he wants the ball? He wants to, he he can make an impact on the game. And he wants the football. That's exactly why he he did that. Um, do I think he should have done it? No, but you're in the Super Bowl. You're you're emotional. Um, the offensively, you're not playing well. And so, like, hey, man, like, I'm Travis Kelsey, dog. Like, give me the ball. Like, get me the football. We're not we're not playing well right now. Give me the football. Um, and I think the way Andy Reid handled it was extraordinary. He didn't turn around and get back into it with Travis. He didn't go back and yell, yell at Travis. He just whatever and kind of just shrugged it off. But that comes with. What you said, knowing your personnel, knowing your player, knowing who he is, how he is, and being like, okay, I have a relationship with him. I'm not going to turn around and reciprocate that same energy and have a reaction that now nothing good can come from this, right? 
and Travis knew, and I saw something later on that Travis apologized. Like I was out of line. Like I was out of line for that. And Andy Reid said the same thing. Like he won the ball. He shouldn't have done it. Like it, like that's what it, that's what it was. It's a competitor, man. It's a competitor wanting to compete and wanting to win. That's what I saw. And I thought the way that Andy Reid handled it in the moment was great. And then I thought that, and I knew Travis Kelsey felt that that was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. And I figured he would go back and apologize to Andy and all that. Like, I've, everything that happened, I figured was going to happen. That's just a competitor wanting to, wanting to win and, and do, help his team win and help his team succeed. And that just frustration, that emotion coming out. Um, cause they weren't playing well offensively. They just weren't. They were not playing well offensively up until that point. And so he's like, Hey man, give me the damn ball, man. Like, come on. Like I'm, I'm Travis Kelsey, man. Like I'm about, I'm gonna be a Hall of Famer. Give me the ball. Like I just went for 10 and 10 catch, 10 plus catches and a hundred some yards in the AFC championship game, passing Jerry Rice's record for most catches in the playoffs as a tight end. Get me the ball. I got you. Um, so, and I think, and I think part of it, San Francisco had a great plan going into the game to negate and take Travis Kelsey away. So I give credit to San Francisco that, uh, as well for that frustration, which is probably part of it. Uh, but yeah, that was a Travis Kelsey being like, Hey man, give me the ball, man. Like I, I can help us win. Give me the football. So I, I didn't, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like I said, I knew that he was, you know, he would apologize and, um, and Andy understood where he was coming from, knew it wasn't right, but understood where he was coming from. But Travis was like, yeah, like I just, I wasn't, I was in the moment, he in the moment, and that's not, that's not right. So I, I didn't, I didn't think, either. I played, played sports, I didn't play ball, and just doesn't understand what that relationship is like. So. Yeah, same for me. I mean, when it happened, well, you know, and of course we didn't see it like live, live. We we just catching what they caught on the camera, on the replay. So it's kind of like, all right, they're seeing it. And they're like, okay, we got to post that. He's look at him, y'all. He's like frustrated, you know, everything like that. And you know, and I get it. Some people might say could look at it like, uh, oh, well, you know, he's doing that and. He's fiery. He's competitive. You know, he just wants the ball and everything like that. Well, what about when this guy does it? He's looking at it as if, like, you know, he's selfish and yeah, everything that like that. And, and, you know, and I, and I get it, and I get it, but I'm just, like, I understood that, too. Um, but I know when somebody asked me about it, because they were like, I don't watch football enough. So when that happened, they was like, is like that okay? Because that's the coach. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And then I was telling them, I was like, look. I see that sometimes on, on Friday nights when I'm going down to <laughs> to a high school football game. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily like a player is, you know, a kid is putting a hand on the coach, but it's just yelling at each other, some mad throwing down the helmet. That's 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 a normal to me at that point. I feel like I'm at home. I'm at a normal game. All right, we good. You see, we some emotion is there. Some competitiveness is there. Like nobody is kind of just, you know, lollygagging around, man. Like you said, he, he just went off for 10, 11 catches over, over a hundred yards against uh, uh, another good defense that he played in in Baltimore. He want to make sure he can try to do the same thing. And like you said, at that point, San Francisco's game plan was working to damn near perfection. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Like I literally, I think in that moment he only had like one, 
yeah, one or two yards at that point, yeah. you know, or whatever. So it was like he wasn't he wasn't getting the looks, he wasn't getting the ball. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if he was getting the targets and it just wouldn't happen. He wasn't even getting targeted, you know what I mean? So at that point, he's kind of like, like you said, damn it, get, get, yo, give me the ball, man. Like, get, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all know I can I can do this for y'all, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, eventually it, it, it turned out that way for him, you know, to where he – Nine catches, ninety-three yards, nearly almost had a hundred yards, you know, in 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 the game and everything like that. So, you know, I think uh, I think it just got blown blown up like that just because you know the replay happening and people who don't normally watch football or just don't understand how that is going on, you know, that's just. I don't want to try to say it normalize and say that it's normal, but at the same time, that's just kind of what it is, right? You know what I'm saying? If it's if it's the guy who normally is the 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 number one target, who is constantly, you know, getting the touches, scoring week after week after week, and for some reason this week is just, you know, right now it's like it's almost like you can't even remember if he's there or not. Yeah, yeah he's gonna get frustrated. And on top of that, I would I would say I would rather see someone get frustrated that way than to maybe just kind of silently just sitting on the sideline pouting and then he's not engaged anymore into the, into the game. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. then at that point, psychologically, how can I come to you if mentally, you know, mentally if you're not there? That's, that's the thing, right? That's the thing, right? People people look at all the physical attributes and all this stuff that these players do, but really it's 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 really here. Here, where they have right, to, you know what I'm saying? The mental has to be right. So people people don't look into that if, you know, they don't know if they, you know, even never been through it or hadn't seen it, you know, themselves and everything like that. So, you know, I, I don't I don't think it was – I'm with you. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Um, to me, that was, that was something that you would probably see really any and every Sunday everywhere in the NFL or even on Saturdays in college football. It just so happened that – it was the only game on. It's the biggest game of the year, and it's yeah. like uh, it's 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 Tim cameras that's normally there than it would be at a at a normal football game, and it's just they they wasn't gonna miss that, and they just had to you know blow that up. So yeah, it, it happens more frequently than you would think. It doesn't get, yeah. it doesn't happen as much as far as like the physical contact of it, but it happens a lot more than than what people would think, and it's and, and it's not okay. I don't, I don't want people to think that we're saying it. it's okay right, that he did right. it. But it happens more than it happens more times you would think. And that's just how it is sometimes, man. You get that competitive stuff going, man. Like, it just gets like that. So, um, it, but yeah, it's it's okay. Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey will be fine. They are A-OK. They want a Super Bowl. They're fine. They're fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess now, like looking at it right now, you know everything's done, it's settled, uh, and, and what happens happens. Well, let, let's get into let's get into the overtime thing, right? Because now, the, after the game is over, and you 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 go into the 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 post game conferences, and you hear how one team is like. Man, I didn't know the overtime rules was like this, and it was like that, and you know, well, we never talked about this. And then you have another team who was like, man, yeah, we talk about it every we talked about it every week during the playoffs. Like, we, if this scenario happens, this is how it's gonna work. This is how it's gonna work. It's, 
to me, how does Coach Shanahan and the rest of the 49ers not know how – and this is not – it's a new rule, but at the same time, it's been out here now for a couple of years. In the playoffs for sure. Yeah, so how did how did they how did they not know how the rules work? And and then on top of that, I'm like the refs kind of explained it to him where I understood it too. Where he basically said, "Yo, like this is basically a new ball game, like for real, like a new ball game." I heard the refs literally say that, so I'm like, "Where is the know, mix man. up on that?" I also believe that they. Before all of that, when they go into overtime, I thought that the refs go over and explain it anyway. Like, I also thought it was a thing too. But this is, but this rule has been in place since the Kansas City uh, Buffalo game for the playoffs. It's strictly been different for the playoffs. I get the ball, I go down and score a touchdown. The team, the, the opposing team, gets a opportunity to go down and score. To match it, if they don't score, ball game. That's it. If I get the ball first, I go down and kick a field goal. The opposing team has a chance to get the ball and go down and match it with a field goal, or win win with a touchdown. If they match it with a field goal, then it just becomes sudden death, and next score wins. That's the that's literally that was literally the rule put in place because of what happened in that Buffalo Kansas City game. Literally the rule. How are you not aware of the rule? How are you not aware of the I, I, I truly, truly, it, it's hard for me to believe that all those dudes on that team did not understand what the rules were. And if they didn't, if they truly, truly didn't, then I once again have a bigger problem now with Kyle Shanahan for not having his squad prepared for the situation. Because you have got to know that if we don't score a touchdown, or regardless, if you whatever you do, Kansas City gets an opportunity to get the ball. Regardless, it doesn't matter if you score, if you touchdown, field goal, three and out. Kansas City gets the ball and have a chance to win the game or match it. That's it. How did how you don't equip your players with that knowledge? I don't know how. They say it over the, the, the PA system, the refs does, and no one, no one knew this going into it. I, I don't know. It makes no sense, absolutely no sense to me how that was not relayed to the team, how guys didn't know that what that rule was. Like, you're going to the Super Bowl. You didn't talk about this in prep. You had two weeks. There were no talks about, hey, these are rules, guys, if you're going to – if you're if if we get into overtime here in the Super Bowl, like nobody has nobody ever talked about those rules. No one ever talked about the scenario if this happens. That makes no sense to me. That makes no sense to me. So I I don't know if I buy it. I don't know if I buy it. But if that is the case, Kyle Shanahan has a bigger problem on his hands. Cause that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, they can say though the PA system, that's fine. I'm not blaming the refs. You had two weeks to prepare for a game. Two weeks to prepare for a Super Bowl. And those guys were not prepared for that scenario. Makes no sense. So I I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't yeah, know if I buy I, it. I don't know if I buy it. I, I was um 
I was kind of confused too. Now, because granted, if at first I was kind of thinking, at first I kind of thought that it was your overtime rules, like how it is in a regular season, where it's kind of like, all right, all right, you get it, whatever. If they score a touchdown, they get the body score a touchdown, okay, it's over. But if they kick a field goal, then, you know, the team get a chance to match it. If nobody does nothing in the first possession, all right, next score wins. And then I kind of thought about it afterwards, and I was like, oh, wait, no, that's not how it is because they did. They changed that rule, and I'm like – then it hit me. I'm like, but well, damn, why didn't San Francisco play defense first so they can know what they need to get? So, so you think about two. So they know what they need to get, you know. And, because, okay, granted, yeah, Kansas City defense was gassed. So was San Francisco. Everybody was gassed. Everybody was deep. It was gassed, okay? We, literally, you're, you're, you've been playing since – <laughs> you know, whatever time it was out there, yeah. the extended, you know, breaks, extended halftime, and then now you, of course, everybody's gassed. That that don't even matter at this point. But it was just kind of like, okay. But, I mean, it did. It looked like for a minute, all right, that they was going to drive down and go ahead and get a touchdown. But, you know, it, it didn't happen. And I don't know. I think I felt like Hindsight, at first I was kind of like, well, take the points. But then I'm kind of thinking, damn, maybe they should have went for it. <laughs> you know, I I, I don't know because it was just kind of like you got one five back there, right? So it was just kind of like, all right, you kick this field goal. That's cool. But now you basically telling your defense you got to try to stop him for four downs each time, you know, <laughs> pretty much. And, it, you know, and it just it didn't happen. And it was just like. When it, cause then when they got down there after they after they ran the the, the little uh, screen screen pass to, to Travis Kelsey, I just I just thought for a fact that he was just gonna get in, but you know they didn't, and you could and you could kind of see them like the time is moving, and I'm like, okay, are they not going? But they doing, yeah, yeah, but they calm, cool, and collective, man, run the play, and come to find out, the play that they even ran wasn't even. The actual design of it was wasn't even supposed to go to McCall Harmon. They just left him open like that, and Patrick Mahomes has the we're all about to be like, hell, y'all gonna leave him open? I just throw it to him so we can end it right here. You know, it is what it is, right? So I don't know, man. That was the I don't know either. I mean, I hope that wasn't the case. I hope that they just kind of even still though that's an excuse that they didn't know, but yeah. Now at that point, you is the light is kind of already showing on Kyle Shanahan. But if that's like for real the case, it's a even bigger like spotlight to be like, how do you not know that? Because yeah. it's just it makes no sense to me, man. But um, then obviously the aftermath after all of this, you come out a, a day or two later, and you find out that they fired their defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. For what reason? Why? When he's not the one who had the 10 nothing lead. He's not the one who stopped running the ball. He held he held the best. Now, he didn't shut him down. Because I, I, 
I want to specify this. I want to make sure people hear me when I say this because this one person that I know, and they're a Kansas City fan, so it is with this. They just trying to ruffle some feathers. But they asked me, I they asked me, wait, so did he did did they really they being the 49ers, did they really shut Mahomes down? Or has the Chiefs offense just been mediocre all season? And I said, listen to me. They didn't shut him down, but they held him to 19 points in regulation. If you tell me that you hold the best quarterback in the league (laughs) to 19 points in regulation, that's a hell of a job to me. So I'm like, what are you talking about? You, you You hold the best quarterback in the league to 19 points. And yet, you're the one that gets fired, and they try to basically make you the scapegoat for all of this. Because then now there's other reports saying, well, some of the play calling and then some of the plays that they ran and everything, like the soft coverage they had on like that second and 14. And I'm like, well, hell, they got beat deep earlier, so I don't want to give up the big play for them knowing I got a chance that that's a possible chance to happen. But It's bull. It's bull. D'Amico Ryans was the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers the past two years before he got the head coaching job. I think he was in Texas, did a great job. Steve Wilkes, in his first season, his first season as a defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, points per game allowed, yards per game brought allowed, and generated more turnovers than the defense. That or the defenses that were coordinated under D'Amico Ryan's. You just said they held Patrick Mahomes and that Kansas City offense to 19 points in, in regulation. I would like for everybody to recognize that the lone touchdown that's, that Kansas City scored was off the muff punt. They were in scoring, they were in the scoring zone. They had great field position. Off of that, you were in a sudden change situation where you just got off the field, forced a punt. They got muffed inside their own, I believe it was almost inside their own 20. It had to have been inside their own 20 for sure. Yeah. And they scored. That was the lone touchdown that the San Francisco 49ers defense gave up. And that defensive coordinator got fired. That guy. That guy got fired. The scapegoat. The guy that got fired, who stopped running the football, not the guy who had a lead, not the head coach who calls plays, who had a lead and stopped running the in the running the ball and had one total yard of offense in the third quarter of the Super Bowl. Not him. He doesn't get any blame. But the defensive coordinator who gave up one touchdown in scoring range off a sudden change, he got fired. He got a raw deal in Arizona when he got let go. He should have been the head coach. for He should still be the head coach in Carolina, and they let him go. He gets to San Francisco, gets with this defense. They lose Dre Greenlaw in the second quarter of the game as he's running off the sideline to go on the field. Gives up one touchdown in regulation, and he loses his job. That makes absolutely no sense to me. That makes no sense whatsoever. The San Francisco 49ers should have won that football game, and they might have won that football game if not for the muff punt, if not for 
them stopping and not continuing to run the football. I, I, when I heard that he got fired the other day, I, I thought it was a joke. Our offensive line coach told me, he's like, yeah, Steve Woods got fired. He's laughing. And I'm like, and he's not laughing like, ha ha, but he's laughing like, are you serious? And I'm like, there's no way he got fired. There's no way. What are you talking about? Like, no, 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 they fired him. They fired, they fired Steve Wilkes. I, I, and then I, I just watched the clip where I guess Kyle Shanahan said, and quote unquote, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing, but he said that he felt strong, like he felt strongly that this was the right move for the team. How? How, Sway? Explain that to me. What, what, what makes that right? What makes sense? How does that make sense? How does that make sense? I don't, I don't under, I truly don't understand. I don't understand how that makes sense. Do you want to, okay, okay, you go back to the NFC Championship game in that first half. Okay, cool. They did not play well in that first half of the NFC Championship game. And then they went out and shut out. Shut out Detroit. Green Bay, they didn't play well. The whole team didn't play well at Green Bay game. Let's just call it what it is. I was worried about San Francisco defense coming into this game because if they started the game out like they did against Detroit, this game would have been a blowout. It wouldn't have been close. They wouldn't have been able to come back. Them boys showed up and played great football. They might not have they might not have given up a touchdown. Like think about this. If if that ball and that punt does not hit the corner's foot, they might Kansas City might not score a touchdown the whole game. They might not score a touchdown the whole game if that does not happen. Punt after punt after punt after punt after punt. And I believe he threw that, Patrick Mahomes threw that pick on the first drive out of halftime. I believe that was the first drive out of halftime. If not, it was the second one out of halftime. And we fired that guy. That's what we fired. I, I, it, it, I, I, I don't get it. No one can, no, nobody, nobody is going to convince me that that's the right move. That's, that's what should have been done. Nobody. I don't care what you say, what you do. That defense had played well all year. Statistically, they were better than they were last year. And that defense last year was ridiculous. They played better statistically, gave up less points, less yards, and had more turnovers. They did not give up. They gave up one touchdown in regulation in the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes being the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, and they came off a muff punt, and he got fired. And he got fired. And it's tough not to get into the whole black-white thing, but that's bull. That's bull. And Kyle Shanahan should be held responsible for that loss. Should be held responsible for that loss. He is not, Steve Wilkes is not the scapegoat. They did not lose that game because of Steve Wilkes. Run the damn ball and maybe you'll win a Super Bowl. That's what we're getting to now. Because he can get to Super Bowls, but can he finish it off and win it? Now, this, this, we need to start having some questions now. There's got to be some questions.
Because you get in there and you have leads when you get there. Right. And you have leads when you get there. Both defenses, the two times San Francisco, he's been the head coach, and San Francisco has gotten to the Super Bowl. Both times the defenses have played well, and you've lost both of those games. You're not about to tell me that both times is all on the defensive coordinator, especially this one. You're not. You're not. You're not. No one can convince me that Steve Wilkes should have got fired. Nobody. So I have a real, real problem with Cal and the organ- San Francisco 49er organization with them letting go of Steve Wilkes. I have a real problem with that. Unless there's no, there haven't been any talks of anything internal going on as far as any internal conflict. If there's no internal conflict and you just felt like, yeah, this is the move that we need to make to be able to, to be able to get over the hump, you can, you can kiss my, you know what? How about that? Yeah. I think what, what I go ahead and say it. What pisses me off even more about it is the fact that you do it now knowing there's no vacant, no, no DC vacancies right now. So you let that man go knowing that he can't go anywhere else far as NFL, can't go anywhere else right now. And to have him again get another raw end of the deal in, in these in these coaching matters is crazy. Like how, how? Like what are, what are we doing? What are we doing? You're the head coach. You're the one who had the 10 nothing lead. You're the one who's supposed to be the offensive guy to where we're going to run this ball, run this ball, run this ball. You don't do it. You you just flat out don't do it. And yet, for the, not once, not even twice, three times. And I don't and I don't care that one of them used the OC. It don't matter. You was calling the plays. You were you have been the play caller each time. And you're basically running away from the accountability, trying to point the finger at somebody else. You get rid of a man who took this, inherited this defense who's already great and made it more great. <laughs> made it greater. How? And, th- and that's the person you let go. Not, not one of the players who calls the muff. You know, not not the offensive lineman who just let Chris Jones run free. Yeah, we gonna blame we gonna blame the defensive coordinator who only gave up 19 points and like you said, one touchdown off the muff point. That that's who we gonna let go. That's who is to blame for all this because there was a couple plays where oh they backed off in coverage and they played too soft. Bull. Straight up, bull, bull. And if that's the way, and if that's the way y'all gonna want to run this thing and have this thing play out, I don't, I don't want to say I got the power like that, but you'll, you'll never win one. You'll never win one if that's the way you gonna be, and that's the way you gonna run some stuff like that. You'll never win one because that is, that's just the integrity of it, bull. Pretty cool, man. Hey, but the, you know what I'm saying, and I, I'm not even trying to. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm not trying to get into the whole black white thing, but it's just like, come on, bro. That's what we gonna do. We gonna we gonna we gonna blame the guy who only gave up one touchdown 
to this Kansas City offense off a short field. That's what we're going to do. All because <laughs> I'm like, that. that's insane, bro. Insane. So I guess like now looking into it, right, we got apparently the, the odds have already came out from Vegas and they have San Francisco as the favorite to possibly win it next year. It is what it is. But looking at it now in retrospect of everything, you know how hard it is just to get back <laughs> to, you know, to the Super Bowl, right? Because, I mean, I still think, yeah, San Francisco is probably the favorite or one of the favorites in the NFC, but you can't rule – Detroit is coming. You can't rule out mm-hmm. Detroit. Uh, honestly, if, if Philly can find a way to get themselves back together, you can't rule out Philly – I don't know where you put Dallas in the in the in the midst of all of this, but you know, I, I don't know. But in I guess in, in yeah, in retrospect, can San Francisco get back after having to deal with this again? Mm-hmm. And for for Kansas City's perspective, like I don't I don't think obviously we've never seen a three P, <laughs> but is it on a scale of one to ten? How doable is that for Kansas City? Because I mean, they got a lot of free agents. They got a lot of guys who who was a part of this that may not be able to be here anymore. You know, ten is ten being it absolutely can happen, and one being no no chance. Yeah, for them to get back to the Super Bowl, I would give it like a almost. Because of all the factors, man, I almost want to give it like a like a four. At the best, at the best, maybe a, a six. But there's going to be a lot of competition in the, in the AFC, man. Like the Chargers finally have a coach. I just get that out of the way. The Chargers have a coach. Lamar ain't going nowhere no time soon. I think that the Browns will be back and they'll be they'll be solid again as well. I think the Dolphins will be right there again. The Bills are going. I think it, we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers, but the Jets is a team that you got to pay attention to. If I think the Bengals will be back again. Hopefully they can keep T. Higgins. I really, really, really want to see T. Higgins stay in Cincinnati with him, with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. But Cincinnati, that's another squad you can't, you can't sneeze at. Not, you can't sneeze at Houston. Houston is here. Houston is here. Um, and, you know, and maybe I tell us agree, maybe Jacksonville. So I just named off probably 10 teams, maybe. Yeah. Just in the AFC alone that have a solid squad and have, that could have a, a legitimate chance to make a run to the Super Bowl, including Kansas City. But you have all the free agents. That team is getting a little older. Chris Jones isn't isn't a, a third a third year guy. Travis Kelsey isn't a third year guy. You got some you got some older guys on this team. So what does that look like with all these up and coming, all these new these new quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks? Um, Patrick Mahomes not old, but these young quarterbacks with these coaches, with these squads that are 
that are on the rise. So I would give it, I would probably say a four. I, I would, I would, I'd be shocked if they were back in the Super Bowl. I think San Francisco has a better chance to get back than Kansas City because I don't know about Philly. I don't know what Philly's going to look like. Um, and I don't know, just, just the way they fell off this, this, this year was just weird. I don't, I, I don't know if Sirianni really had the pulse of the team, especially towards the end of the year. They just couldn't get right. So I don't know about Philly. Dallas is Dallas. Dallas will win 12, 13 games again and probably losing the first round again. I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, they have the talent to make a run. They probably have the talent, they probably have the talent to make the Super Bowl and potentially probably win it, but they need to find a run game. They can't run the ball right now, so they're not going to, and they can't stop the run. Detroit will be there. I think Detroit is definitely a team that'll be there for sure. Um, and then, I mean, after that, man, it's kind of, it's kind of hit or miss, man. When you get past San Francisco, Dallas, Detroit, if you want to throw Philly in there, Philly, it's kind of like, all right, who, you know, who is, who is that next team? I really don't know. So I think that San Francisco is probably, definitely, I mean, San Francisco has a better shot at getting back to the Super Bowl versus a, a Kansas City, um, but I think that's just because of the talent and the teams um, and the competition that is in the AFC. The AFC is tough. AFC is tough. And there are a lot of good teams. There are a lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, a lot of good coaches in the AFC. So um, I would give the nod to to San Fran to get back, um, more more likely to get back than, than Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I just think it's just, man, I mean, we, we've seen it right now. Granted, uh, it hasn't been as bad. Uh, it hasn't been as bad as it has been, you know, back then. But, you know, that Super Bowl hangover for sure can be real. Like, granted, teams teams now have recently have been able to at least get back to the playoffs uh, more times than not, for sure. But, I mean – even San Francisco had to deal with it themselves, right? The year that they went to the Super Bowl, the next year I think they finished six and ten. Uh, you know, granted they they dealt with a lot of injuries, they lost a lot of guys early in the season. So, you know, of, of course, you know things like that can happen. So it's just kind of like, where do you see, uh, where can you see them? Obviously, I still think outside of everybody else, they're they're going to be still the best team in the NFC. Um, just because, like you said, there is not as much. I don't want to say competition, but in a way, just the the teams in the AFC are better than the NFC. I mean, damn it! If you <laughs> think about it, the whole the whole AFC North went, was above five hundred. I think if the Bengals, I think if the Bengals were in the NFC, they probably would have made the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just. It's, it's it's crazy, right? You got two divisions. Uh, you got two divisions where you might all four in the AFC where all four teams were could have could have made the playoffs. Yeah. Like, so yeah, tough, tough, tough to say. But uh, for me, I would say my scale for Kansas City, I'm kind of right there. Which I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with a three, just because. I just think it's just gonna be so hard to do, just because, like you said, they're getting older. So you know, this is that this 
this is like a, if we want to make comparisons here as far as like the dynasties and everything, this is kind of feeling like that first Bulls three-peat, right? You know, it's kind of like they worked their way to finally get over the hump. They got one. All right, they got another. They got another. But it's like, all right, Horace Grant getting a little old. You know what I'm saying? B.J. Armstrong getting a little old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, find some, find some young what, what are we doing? What are we doing, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Chris Jones. Chris Jones getting up there. Travis Kelsey getting up there. Uh, you know, just just to name a few. Now, granted, they got a hold. They do got some young guys in in the places and pieces there to where they can make it work. I mean, you know, Kalafis, Pacheco, McDuffie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's all from that's all just from the 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 twenty twenty two class. You know, that I'm just naming right there for sure. So, you know, they 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 got a few more definitely there. So the 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 pieces is there for them to still compete. But I mean. Like you said, man, a healthy Joe Burrow, you can't, you can't, you can't rule out the Bengals in this proof. It's just, it's just facts. It's, that's not even trying to be funny. A healthy a Joe Burrow. There's a quarterback that's had that ball number. It's been Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. This the quarterback he would struggle. He probably struggles the most with Patrick Mahomes being. Yeah. Now, granted, now, granted, like you said, the. If T. Higgins can stay or not, if they can find a way to keep him, that looms large for sure if they can keep him there. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, like you said, Houston, young team, not going nowhere. Uh, Cleveland, you know, depending on what happens, I mean, obviously they'll get, you know, Nick Chubb back, Deshaun Watson to come back. Um, They're not going anywhere. The Jets with Aaron Rodgers, because let's just be real, right? You know, they really didn't even get a quarter, a series, <laughs> With with Aaron Rodgers, so you know we 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 don't know what could have been with that. Miami's not going anywhere. Buffalo's not going anywhere. So, uh, like you said, Chargers now getting getting Jim Harbaugh. They 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 throw them in the mix, right? I mean, like I said, probably the, the least out of everybody, but you, you got to throw Jacksonville in there just because they they are capable enough to to do just that and make the playoffs and make some noise. So it's definitely going to be tougher for Kansas City um, than it would be for San Francisco. But, I mean, hell, we all thought by the middle of the season, Kansas City wouldn't even be close to <laughs> to getting there to the Super Bowl. And yet, you know, here they are. So, you know, obviously that is a long, long ways away before we can really get into that, but never can get too far ahead of ourselves and look ahead. It's just, it is what it is. So, um, that's, that's really, that was as far as looking big picture from there. Now, what we was all really waiting for, the halftime show. Man, man, man. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this, you know, this was, this was Usher performing and, you know, we talked about it, right? We were trying to figure out wh- how would they do these songs? Like, what would they do? Is this going to be more pop than it is R&B? Are they going to let him get the R&B songs off or what? And I don't know about you, but to my surprise, they let him get it off. They they let him get the R&B off. I mean, look at the track list, right? We caught up, start off with caught up. You don't have to call. Superstar, love in this club. Then he brought out Alicia Keys. She did her. She did. I ain't got you. 
Then they did my boo. He go and does confessions. Nice and slow. Burn. Bad girl. You got it bad. Then, you know, came Will I Am with OMG. You know, Lil John comes out and do turn that hood. And then, of course, they finish it. They finish it with yeah. So it was just kind of like, it was for me. Now, I'm, I'm saying this just because of when I say this, I know there may be some older people and they're going to be like, why would you say this? And other yeah. people who was, you know, why would you say this? Listen, I was the year I was born was 1994. So listen to me when I, I want y'all to hear me well when I say this. The year I was born was 1994. I'm gonna repeat it one That's more it. time. Be, I'm gonna be on my yeah. Doctor. I'm gonna be on my Doctor Umar. The year I was born was 1994. All right, we got that out the way. This was the best. This was the best halftime performance I ever viewed with my own living eyes. For me, and I and the reason why I say this is because I know people are gonna say Michael Jackson. That was 93. I wasn't here yet. I wasn't here yet. <laughs> I wasn't here yet. So I ain't see it. See that, now, man. now I, I went back and watched it. And yes, I don't think nothing would top that because the man stood there for 10 minutes, didn't say a, a damn word, and everybody the went crazy. crazy. They was going crazy. I <laughs> so I get it. I get it. I don't think nothing can top that. But for my own living eyes, being alive and able to see this and remember it, remember it. This is the best halftime performance I ever witnessed. And I know there's some other ones you could think about. Like I know Dr. Dre, Eminem, and Kendrick. That, that, one, that one, that one was that one was tough. That one was tough. My younger days, Prince halftime performance was pretty damn good too. Mm-hmm. Even even last year with Rihanna, I know she was pregnant, you know. But mm-hmm. even that, I was like, because I, I ended up rewatching. Um, last year's Super Bowl and they showed it in its entirety with the halftime performance. And, you know, it's a little different when you watching it then and like now yeah. because then you know like you was talking and you was I mean you hear the songs but you know you was yapping and stuff like that. But I sat there just kind of quietly and I'm watching it and I'm like, damn, yeah, she damn getting off. That this did that's on that's on damn that was pretty. I, like I told my guy, I was yeah. like, she did pretty damn good. I like, I know we said it last year, but then I'm like, no, she really did pretty damn good. But I'm like, yeah. that was, bro. I'm talking about. We talking about no track. This is this is him singing live with that mic, the dancing, the choreography, you know, strippers on. You know what I'm saying? Strip pole. It was. It was, tough, it, was, it, was it was tough. Man, look, it's it's one of those things where, especially now, because like you had Rihanna, like you said, you had Rihanna last year. A couple years ago, you had Dr. Dre, Fifty, Snoop, and like you had all those Mary J. Um, we getting to point out where like pe- the the artists that are performing for the Super Bowl, they are people that we grew up listening to that we really really know about. And so I figured he was going to do the, the R&B stuff. There was no way he was – there was no way he was going to do the halftime show at the Super Bowl. He was not going to do – his most popular stuff is the R&B stuff. There's no way he's yeah. not going to do it. Um, but it was just good to, like, hear this – like, to hear his songs and everything. Like, it was, like – because it was, like, hit, 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 hit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough, man. Like 
he did his thing, man. Like he did his thing from top to bottom, man. Like it was, I mean, you just find yourself singing every song. Um, my little brother texted us. He texted us in our group, in our family group. He's like, that's my goat. That's my goat. <laughs> He's like, that's my goat. And I'm like, who you talking about? You talking about Usher or Alicia Keys? He's like, nah, Usher. That's my goat. Right, right, right. That's my, that's my goat, man. Like, he did his thing, man. It, it, to be honest, it did to like find out he was going on tour. Like, it made me want to like go see him like in concert. Yeah. Bro. Like, it, it made me yeah. want to go see him in concert for real. Um, he did his thing, bro. He did his thing. He he got off. He got off. Um, I mean, coming out on roller skates and like all all of it, bro. Like all of it. It was it was tough, man. And then obviously, you know, you ended you ended with with yeah, which probably his most popular song. I mean, that's just across just everything. Like that's probably his most popular song is yeah. So like that was. I mean, it was it was tough. It was tough. Like that that was that was that was a good show. That was a good show for sure. I I I've gone back and forth on whether or not I, I called it the best one I've seen. I I'm I'm a I'm a hold off on that. I reserve I reserve the right to wait. Yeah. To 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 declare that. But it's definitely t- shoot. It, it, I almost wanna to say top three, but like I don't know, it for sure top two. I mean, for sure top two, man. Like it it was good. It was good. It makes it easier, man, when you know, when you know the songs, man. Like, when you know it and you feel it, you've been seeing this dude and you've been hearing him. Like you said, I was born in 97. So he was probably, we talking about, he was probably just kind of getting off. Yeah. Like, just kind of starting around the time I was born. And you talking about 04 is really when he, 04 is really when he took off and hadn't stopped from then. Like, he's tough, man. So um, it was good. It was good. It was a really, really, really good show. Um, and I'm happy that he, he did the songs that he knew everybody w- wanted to hear. He did songs that he knew everybody wanted to hear. Everybody could sing along to. Like you heard it in the, you heard it in the, in the arena. Like you heard the fans, you heard the fans singing with him. Like it was, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> you now, you now I don't know. Now I don't know Here about you, you. I don't know you about go. you. I already know what you're about to say. Go ahead. But I got, I got, I got some crazy family members, man. and they oh, just no, came. And they just oh, yeah. came. They just can't never just Leave have a moment. have a moment to where they they gotta go there, right? They gotta yep. go there. Literally, my niece. Now she. She is about to be 16. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know how she gets to this point. Now, granted, I know I, I kind of know why because of who her parents are, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. But I hear her and my nephew go. They say, dang, bro, what if they would have called from the jail and got R. Kelly to do same girl? <laughs> And I was like, bruh, y'all have got to chill, man. They got to chill. Yo. I, you, I, I'm talking about. Go, go, go to your room. I'm t- <laughs> Just go to your room. <laughs> we'll let I'm you know when the we, game cut back on. We, everybody in the room just like lost it because we was just like. Y'all are what wild. is wrong wild. with y'all? Y'all are wild for that. That's wild. And 
And they was like, no, no, like, hear me out. He come in his orange jumpsuit. I said, stop it. Stop. Stop. Just, yeah. We're not having this conversation anymore. And you know, and you know, you know, soon as they say that, right? And then I go check my phone and I, I'm seeing the same thing. <laughs> People saying the same thing. I'm like, well, he ain't, chill, bro. well, he ain't see, y'all know why he ain't seen, why he couldn't, he couldn't sing that song. You know exactly just like, why. Just like when we were sitting up there last year when Rihanna did all the lights, we like, and it would have been dope. What if she would have brought Ye? And it's like, oh, can't, can't do it. He got all that stuff going. Can't do it. Going, can't do he, it. Yeah. He too hot right now. He too uh, hot right now. You know, it would have been like, damn, that would have been nice. But y'all, come on now, y'all. Y'all know he can't. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta stop. <laughs> we gotta stop. Yeah, they wild, boy. Yeah, that's. I didn't. I thought I knew where you were going. Immediate left. I what, no, what, so, so, what, 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 what I did you think? I thought you about to say something about Alicia missing that note on that on that first. Yeah, we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. I thought that's where you were going though. I, I, she got I it told, back. she got it back. But I told her, I told a former classmate of ours. I was like, she missed the note, but the 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 outfit was lovely, and and that was nice. That was nice. That's fine. I mean, and then yeah, of course, no, I I agree with you. That's that's what I'm. Yeah, I, I'm and I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that because because then when we keep going, then you know, then everybody gets to the point where they talking about when they wrapped up around each other, <laughs> and then folks is blowing that up. It was like, but y'all need to check on Swiss Beast, and I'm like, dude, y'all have got y'all got to no chill. chill man, can't do nothing. Bro, she did look good though. She did. Y'all look good. got to. Hey, I'm like y'all got to chill, man, but. Folks, folks play all day, man. Play all day, bro. All day. All right, so hear me out, right? Next year, the Super Bowl is in New Orleans. There's already an artist who's pretty much <laughs> kind of, he not officially, but unofficially, thrown his hat out there to be the performer, the headliner for the Super Bowl. Now I'm gonna say this is because you know this is still Black History Month. We've had four straight years black black artists, and I know you Eminem, you know, and I know maybe the weekend you might not want to count on. Oh, okay, this, okay, this, I'm you might not. No, wanna, no, 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 no. Okay, I know yeah, some. Weekend. I don't know, you know, but oh, you know, okay. but yeah. you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's four straight years. I, do we get it? Does it get to a fifth? Is it gonna be Wayne, or are they gonna they gonna do some flugazy stuff to us, and they gonna make us end up having to deal with somebody like Redacted? Because I'm not saying her name. Who would you Who would you like to see? I think it, that would be nice tough. if I they mean, go ahead and tough. do Wayne. It would be tough if you let Little Wayne do it. Like it'd be tough in his city. Like it would be crazy. The thing with Wayne is, and and it's tough because like. You did Dre and Snoop and Fifty, and they cuss and they do, you know, they cuss in their in their songs and everything too. It would be that part for Wayne where like that could be tough. Now I'm not saying he's cussing up; he, he ain't cussing every word in every song that he has, but he letting them he getting off, like he letting them go. For sure. So I think that part would be kind of tough. Trying to figure out as far as like the lead, trying to figure out okay, is that something they want to do, but. 
You in New Orleans. It's like I said, it's his city. He's a icon. Everybody knows Lil Wayne. Like that'd be tough. But I could also see. I could also see them getting somebody else, country, another pop. Yeah, aren't like I could. I could see it. I could yeah. see it. So I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna hold off on it. It would be tough. I mean, it would be. I mean, bro. because because think about the possibilities, right? I mean, if you get him, mm-hmm. is it is, oh. is it is it a chance that we we see Drake? You're gonna have to. You, I mean, Nicki, you, you Nicki see Minaj. Like I mean, now, you open up a lot of yeah. So it'd be you know it'd be big, but I could see something it, it, even if he like if he didn't get it and say someone like say like Drake got it. I can see Drake being like, nah, like I'm about to let Wayne come and get some of this. Like I'm like, like Wayne got to come and get a couple songs off of something. But it'd be tough. I would enjoy it. I would enjoy it. I don't know if it's gonna happen though. I, I would. Yeah. I have more doubt than optimism that it would happen. Um, but it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, a lot of sense. So we'll see, man. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. like I said, he's, but he's, that's a good point that you bring up of it being four straight years. I didn't know that. So, I mean, he's he's, like, he's he's throwing his hat out there. He, you know, he and I wouldn't well, and I wouldn't say like he's like begging and pleading, but he's kind of more so like, hey, he's like, hey, you know, y'all know the Super Bowl in New Orleans, right? Y'all know what's going on. Yeah, you know, like, hey, I'll let your boy. Saying, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I ain't I ain't begging, but you know, just if you if you could, if you ain't thinking about nobody yet, mm-hmm. I got you. you know, you know, I got you. But 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 then I I, I you know I don't know. I also look at it like this. Now, granted, I know there's some there's some there's some artists, some other artists out there that that has a chance to do it. But can they? I feel like because this show was so good this year with Usher, who wants to go out there and try to replicate that for the next year? Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like that's the once it was done. That's the first thing I thought about. If you get a follow up, it would. I mean, Wayne could. He'd be the guy. Wayne, Drake, like somebody like that could do it that's yeah. like the, the that's the first thing i thought about i was like who the hell is gonna want to do the super bowl next year because boy they got some shoes to fill. because this was this is one of them ones you know what mm-hmm. i mean this is one of them ones i don't know but all in all man it was a great great time great game great mm-hmm. hazard performance everything I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really catch none of the commercials like this. So I I They were hit or miss, man. You had some good ones early. The later ones were and then they didn't expect overtime, so then overtime was, you know, they kinda of repeated and everything. But there was some here or there. I saw somebody say they have been they have been good Super Bowl commercials since uh a little boy slapped that man about uh looking at his Doritos, touching his Doritos and, and touching his mama. Which that's one of the funniest Super Bowl commercials. Definitely. Ever. So definitely. But yeah, they just they weren't, yeah, they 
couple were okay, but it wasn't nothing, wasn't nothing crazy, man. Wasn't nothing crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I couldn't couldn't think of anything that stuck out to me, but I know also the fact I probably missed a bunch just because literally, like, me and my nephews and my brother-in-law are, like, analyzing every drive <laughs> after after every commercial. We like, no, nah, bro, they're they, they not doing this. Why are they not doing this? Well, well, that was a good job they did. So we, <laughs> we, we kind of was like, eh, bump the commercials, and then we started talking about the food. We like, Hey, it's some pretty good dip right here. Hey, this <laughs> y'all want a beer? Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, but sure, man. I don't know, but man, c- congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, uh, we have a, a another dynasty here is 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 born. Uh, man, if they don't win another another chip, I mean, we 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 never forget about this run here from what twenty nineteen to twenty twenty eighteen. Yeah. 18, 19 to now, so uh, this is definitely up there in 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 the history books. You know, doing it, doing it with Tyreek Hill, without Tyreek Hill, without any wide receiver going over a thousand yards in the regular season. Mm. I mean, it's just the way that that defense played, and and the Chiefs was smart too. They went on ahead and gone ahead and extended spags. They gave him a new deal. They like. Stick yeah, around. you yeah stick around. You stay put. Y'all get we got some work in here. So yeah, that's that's definitely in the works there, man. But uh, can't wait. Already can't wait for for the next season to start. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping our boys can can make some noise, man, and, and get us in the playoffs. It's, it's it's been a long time. Okay, it's been a long time. Now I know we ha- we haven't been suffering as long as others, but. If it feels like it, we we getting up there. We getting up there. I think. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, I think Denver and the Jets have longer droughts droughts than we do, but we ain't that far off. <laughs> we ain't that far off. I have to go back and look at it again, but we ain't that far off. So it's just kind of like since, I think 2018. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's been a minute. It's been years. a minute. It's been a minute for sure. So hopefully, man, we 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 can we can we can write the ship, get everything turned around here, man. It, even with everything that happened, the the division is still wide open. It is. It's it's, it's still wide open. Still, still wide open. But uh, it's bittersweet, you know, end of another NFL season. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Still a lot to come. I mean, you know, basketball is going along. They at the All Star break, uh, so once they get ready here to come back after the All Star break, they'll be rocking and rolling to finish up this second half of the season. Uh, college basketball season is winding down. They got about mm-hmm. what two, two and a half weeks. Oh, just made me talk about it, man. Shout out to Miss mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark, mm-hmm. now the new all time leading scorer in Division One women's basketball history. She almost put a 50 tonight, y'all. She put up 49. 49 she 49. she had more points in the she had more points in the first quarter than Michigan did as a team. I think Tough. they that's that's insane, man. Lover or hater, you can't deny can it, bro. She can hoop. She can hoop. It is just, you know, you gotta gotta give her credit where credit is due, man. Big, big shout out to Caitlin Clark. Um, 
probably when it when it comes down to it. Now, me personally, I still got a couple of players ranked ahead of her for my all time for college basketball players and women's. But um, to me, she's she's definitely cracked my top five for sure. Three, I might have to debate on it still, but for sure she's she's in my top five. I don't college wise, I don't think I can put her past CP, put her past Candace Parker, Maya Moore, Stewie, just because of how much they won at UConn. That's debatable. But then after that, I I don't see nobody else after that. For mm-hmm. for me, where where do you may have her? in their all-time list there for you. Yeah. Those four that you named, those are your ones. I think not putting them on those four. They all win. Yeah. Championships. Yep. So she wanted to get a chip. She wanted to get a chip. But she's definitely one of the best ever. Um, Top ten for sure, at least in my book. I think to get her in that tier, she would wanted to win the Natty. In my opinion, in they my got opinion. a chance too, man. They got a chance. They can do it. They got a chance, they 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 a chance. last year, so they win the Natty last year. Now so you get out again and see what happens. But no, but you, but you, but you know, man. Did nobody? Well, I ain't gonna say did nobody because we knew. But everybody wanted to talk. Everybody wanted to talk about LSU, and you know, and, and you know, the UConn is still there. You know, trying to come back with everybody being healthy, and everybody was talking about Iowa and Kaitlyn Clark. But my my my, when you look at the top of those standings, who is right there again? Coach, Coach Dunn, man. I tell which I don't know. We tried to. We we just said it. We was like they not going nowhere. I know people thought when you know they well Aaliyah's gone and then and this and this man they still got Cardoza there. They still got uh, Raven Johnson. I'm I was like they they ain't going nowhere. Yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. I think they taking a step back. Okay. Still undefeated man. Still undefeated. So hey. I I can't wait come I can't wait come tournament time for sure. I'm gonna be locked in again man. I can't wait. I can't wait. But, man, as we get ready to wrap up here, another episode um, of the other podcast, man, you got any last words you want to give out to the people? Nothing nothing different than last time. Just continue to stay focused on those goals, as you said. Coming into the new year, don't waver from those. Um, And just continue to stay safe, stay positive, Um, you know, talk to your loved ones, things like that, man. And, be smart. Be smart. Prayers to to Kansas City and everything that happened mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Um, unfortunate, you, you know, it should be a time for celebration for the city and everything. And um, there's a shooting, and uh, we got multiple injured. One one is uh, passing away. So prayers to the city of Kansas City with that. Um, but yeah, just be smart, be safe, man. Stay healthy, stay focused on those goals, and and be ready because uh, the NBA is like like Sanders said, NBA is. Great crank up, especially after after All Star break. They get rolling. March Madness, men's and women's, and then playoffs, NBA playoffs, baseball. They get cranked up. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna have a lot of time in the next couple months. So stay tuned. 
Yeah, man. Uh, same for me as always as well. Just, you know, keep everything even killed, man. Level ground. Um, yeah, keep that focus, man. Yeah, definitely be safe out here. Um, that was terrible, terrible news of what happened out there in Kansas City, man. There's nothing like that shit happened in a in a place or a situation to where this was supposed to be a, a, a time of celebration and, and happiness and people are having to pretty much, you know, run for their lives, literally, like run for their lives, man, just to make sure that they are okay. Um, prayers to all the families that was impacted for sure um, by that um, just senseless act of, of violence. Um, there's really no other way I can put it. Um, continue to support the podcast, man. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all the social medias. Uh, we we uh, we truly appreciate it. Um, you know, like you said, even though yeah, football season is 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 coming to an end. Uh, once that All Star break is over with, basketball full swing, the tournaments on the way. Um, it's 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 coming for sure. Uh, don't forget to guess watch All Star weekend too this weekend if you want. I mean, you know, celebrity game is is, is tomorrow. It's on Friday. Of course, you got All Star Saturday. Um, I'm really not looking forward to it though, because I don't even nothing is really enticing me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess maybe Steph versus Sabrina is the only thing that I really would be interested in watching. Jalen Brown in the dunk contest, like okay, yeah, Jalen Brown in the dunk contest, and then Matt McClung. I mean, he he did his thing last year, so I'm interested in that too. But it's yeah. just like okay, man, like don't I mean. Man, the stars don't do it no more. Make it yeah, happy, uh, happy belated Valentine's Day to everybody. They hope that they enjoyed their, 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 their holiday, man. Hopefully they was able to spend time with you know the your, your very special and important people. Uh, man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. You know. Even with Valentine's Day and after Valentine's Day, that that still remains the same. Um, and once again, man, just continue to support the podcast. We we truly do. We truly do um, appreciate it. Until the next time, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.